Happy November, folks. It's time once again to stew on this. I am Stu Bittman. This week's episode is called Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Hmm. Well, to label 2020 as an emotional roller coaster is a bit of an understatement. And every time things seem to be getting better and then the news looks worse, the roller coaster just seems bigger, steeper, scarier, harder with all the repetition. Between that and the increasing perception that whatever I think or do or say won't make a bit of difference, (laughs) and that whatever I feel just leads to frustration, it's getting harder to know what to do with those pesky feelings. Don't get me wrong, I love feelings, not that I enjoy them all, but I believe our feeling nature is one of the sweetest and juiciest things about being in an earth suit. But I, for one, would love to use my feelings in a way that might actually contribute to love and unity and harmony, uh, not only in the world, but in me. And expressing my feelings through judgment, anger, and hate obviously doesn't do that. Another possible strategy arose the other night when we were watching one of the Star Trek shows and a crew member was jealous of the Vulcan crew person because Vulcans can suppress their feelings. You know, it's been tempting a lot lately to think maybe it would be better to not feel at all. But you know what? I don't think that would contribute to love, unity, and harmony in the world or in me either. There's a word for not feeling. It's called apathy. And I'm feeling concerned about the apathy that's beginning to become more prevalent both in me and in others. Apathy is certainly understandable at this point. Apathy is caused by a loss of faith in oneself, the belief that you'll never reach your goals, you know, that that our actions, our being is pretty useless at this point. That can certainly lead to apathy. Another cause of apathy is grief. And uh, you and I have certainly um, had strong feelings of loss and grief over this period of time, especially when it never gets resolved or seems to get us anywhere. So we have reasons for apathy, but I think that if the world actually comes to an end after this presidential election, it won't be because of a politician and it won't be because of a virus. I think it'll be because you and I became apathetic. The word apathy originally meant freedom from suffering. It was a positive thing. (laughs) But after a short period of time, it became what it means today, indifference, indolence. Well, this crazy California ex-hippie still believes that the only answer is love and that the only freedom from suffering we can possibly find will come from love. And apathy just might be the direct opposite of love, or at least it's a tremendous tremendous obstacle to love. So what do I do with the feelings then? Well, one thing I can do is feel them. (laughs) It occurred to me a few years ago that that's probably why they call them feelings. And then I realized that I had experienced feelings, but I barely or ever felt them because I immediately went to my head and either justified them or blamed them on somebody else or myself. I did everything but feel them. So that's one thing. We could actually start 
feeling our feelings. And then, instead of responding with apathy, we might try responding with empathy. The word empathy is only a hundred and so years old. It was coined by a German philosopher in 1858, and it literally means in feeling. But the best definition I found is that empathy is the ability to identify with or understand the perspective, experiences, or motivations of another individual and to comprehend and share another individual's emotional state. Hmm. Well, it's that comprehend and share part that makes it the exact opposite of apathy and makes empathy a huge aspect of love. If we push away our feelings, we also push away other people. And from there, it's a lot easier to judge them, hate them. Brene Brown, the famous writer, said, People are hard to hate close up. Move in. Empathy allows us to do that. And as always, this, oh, this begins with me. I can do a much better job of identifying with the perspective, experiences, and motivations of my own emotional state. I can surround some of my harder feelings with empathy. I can move in closer to myself. I can't think of a more powerful formula for self-love. And folks, self-love is one of the only things that can really give us any freedom from suffering. I can allow myself to feel whatever I feel and still choose to put my attention on my heart and on love. In fact, if I give myself empathy, I can use whatever I feel to remind me of the love that I am and the love that is always present, always available. Empathy can be like the safety bar on the roller coaster we are all on. And it can definitely help us ride this roller coaster together. Yeah, stew on that. I'll see you next week.